Hey guys, welcome back to the EJ. Super excited today. We have a double guest feature, which we have never done before. So we are going to hear from Drs. Nico and Dr. Hannah Staples. They are amazing entrepreneurs, chiropractors who have built their own successful practice and also helped multiple offices open, multiple doctors open their practices. So they are super amazing and I'm excited to share their journey um, to being successful. And so you get to hear about that today. All right, guys, welcome back to the EJ. We have some special guests today, two guests. We've never had, had dual guests, guests before, before, so this is exciting. Right, and I'm happy to be here, so thanks for having hey. <laughs> No, it's not that, you guys. Okay, so we, today we have doctors Hannah and Nico Staples, and they have a 100% chiropractic office in Marietta, Georgia. So we're super excited to have them. We're going to pick their brains a little bit and Hot just hear. In the house. <laughs> We're yeah, they love San Diego. They they might not go back, but we're going to send them back. Kick-ass office. Super successful husband-wife team, kicking ass, been open for like three and a half years. And there's so much we can, because their journey, like like all entrepreneurs, has has highs, has lows, has things they wish they could redo, things they wish they would could even do at a higher level. So, I mean, like we thought, let's dig into some people right now that are, that are doing everything that most entrepreneurs want to do which is they're starting to really design their life like for example we have tribe people come out for a few days over the weekend they said ah let's just take an eight-day trip and come out there for four days ahead of time stay at a, at a beautiful hotel spa relax and then go into the tribe that's that's what people want to do and you know they're not looking for reasons they can't do that they're looking for ways to do things while their practice is back at home kicking ass. So first of all, welcome. It's awesome to have you guys here. Say hi, here. guys. Say yeah. hi. Don't be shy. <laughs> Two of our favorite people on the planet. Um, so let's, let's just fire off some, if you guys don't mind, right? Yeah. This is yeah. totally chill, but we're going to fire off some questions your way. But I mean, let's just start with some classic questions of like, so, you know, obviously we know that how this ends or not the ultimate ending, but I mean, we know right now you're successful. And you've done some really good things to get to this and you've worked your butt off to do so. I want to hear about some of the mistakes that you made though along the way where you're like, shit, I wish I could undo that or that really set us back. back. And, and uh, uh, even, even though, though it builds who we are, there's certain things I know that threw you for a loop. So let's hear some of those mistakes that you wish you could redo. Setbacks or mistakes. Because Setbacks. Kinda, yeah. Not necessarily mistakes, but. Would you like to go first? Yeah. Of course, you know. <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> Such a gentleman. Yes. I mean, I think throughout running a business, you always have periods of time where you have highs and lows. And I think the biggest thing is just being all in. Um, and we've had periods where the office has done well, but not great. And we knew it could do better um, when we really just like dive in. Dive in. Pour into our team, pour into ourselves, but just be there for our patients, love on our patients. That's when we see the growth. And I think the periods of time where we're just kind of not feeling all in is when we see our practice or the patients, our staff feels it. And that's really when you have those setbacks and you really realize we have so much more potential. And that's a big thing that we've seen in our practice. 
Yeah, I would, I would, I would say, say that probably the, the basic thing for us, for us is Hannah, Hannah didn't, didn't come into the practice until about a year and a half into it. And uh, I honestly, like, looking back, we probably should have done that differently. Uh, I think a lot of docs try to start by themselves and start. Uh, it's just not doable. It's not doable to grow as fast as you want to grow without having a good team. And as soon as we brought her in um, and she took over certain things that she was much better at versus what I was good at you know we started finding the strengths between the two of us and there was a drastic change in the growth of our clinic after that after she came in and we started redefining roles for the team so i think that's a big part of us setbacks was just not knowing that sooner uh, and being able to fit roles better of you know she's better with you know watching the bills and finances and for me trying to do it all it was just not doable um, and so as soon as she came in, it was a big difference and I enjoy practice and enjoy working much more knowing that, uh, she's behind the scenes when she's not there, uh, making sure everything's done. So, uh, I think bringing people in faster is a, a big deal. Uh, having the right team and, and playing to your strengths is a, is a big part of our, uh, setbacks for sure. Ironically too, <laughs> being part of the story with you guys, you got much better at numbers and finances even though that was your weakness up front, once Hannah came in and almost like took over that, somehow, some way that trickled up to you or down to you or whatever the case may be. And you became someone who absolutely loves the numbers now. Now you guys both are kind of there, but you hit on something super crucial, Hannah. And I want to talk about this a little bit if you could, but because so many of us entrepreneurs, there's days where you're on fire and you know you're changing the world. And there's days where you're like, you feel like shit and you just like, you don't even know why. Right, like, like maybe, maybe something, something triggered, triggered it, or maybe, maybe a, a refund, or an employee quit, or something. But it's like the low is lower than you even know it should be. You're like, why am I so stressing on this? So what do you guys do? Like you say, like we're sometimes we weren't all in. What do you do to get back all in when you feel yourself slipped away a little bit? I mean, for me, I think it's just being in the office and being around our patients. I mean, some it's diving into podcasts and, you know, reading books and things like that. But sometimes it's even more simple than that. And just reconnecting to why you were doing, why you're doing this in the first place. And for me, it's just getting back in there and having a team that when you kind of dip a little bit, they don't dip as well. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we've had team members where you have a little bit of a low and it's just like the whole day is ruined. And, and I think, think once, once we, we had that stability, knowing that, okay, we could have a little bit, we could have a day where we're a little low and they're going to be just as high as ever. Um, and that's the same thing with Nico and I realizing, you know, if we're in kind of a funk that day, you know, the other one's kind of got to bring us up higher and realize that we're, we're doing it. We we're not in that bad of a position that we think we are just because that day is in a way low. Keep it in perspective yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nico. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I, I'm a big person of perspective, even with like the docs that we have open. I mean, I get texts of like, I don't just don't understand why I'm off today. I don't get it. Um, and I mean, honestly, my response is always like, I mean, what are you paying attention to? Are you just worrying about yourself or are you actually caring about the people walking through your door? And like, for me, that is what always um, if I'm ever feeling stressed over down, I, I can always walk into a report of findings or an empowerment session. Cause I just sit there. I stop for a moment and just like this person's life matters right now. And I need to like, just 
leave my shit behind. Like I just like got to stop focusing on that and just love on the patient. Um, and I'm constantly reminding myself, you know, no matter what's going on, like the person in front of me's life could hang in the balance right now. Uh, cause when I went into chiropractic, mine did, you know, I was to the point of ending my life and my chiropractor, you know, who knows what she had going on in her life, but she showed up that day and was on point that day and saved my life. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. And so that for me always pulls me back of like, stop bitching and complaining. Cause at one point, um, you know, you didn't even want to be alive. And so these people care, like these people need your help. Um, and that's why, you know, our, our consultant doc, I just texted that. I was like, at some point you got to just like slap yourself in the face and be, these people need our help. You know, we got to show up. So I think what people don't know and, I've known you guys for four years now almost it yeah. is the passion that you two carry. It's not about money. It's not about opening another practice. So we're all going to go through the shit of up and down and highs and lows, but you both just essentially said it when you got refocused on your purpose, your patients, your, the lives that you're directly affecting, you can't go anywhere else, but back up. Cause it, it puts you right back on track with why you guys even started your practice in the first place. So um, I, I, I think that's what I admire most about you guys is that passion it's unmatched and uh, it's what's, it's what I think has made you guys extremely successful. I would even say like, I mean, cause, and I, I can relate to this personally. And I think a lot of us entrepreneurs can in that our highs are so high, our lows are so low and our expectations of ourself is so high that it doesn't take much actually to trigger us to go into like a, a I say depressed and for some depressed, but some of us just a really shitty mood even. Of even though you know, like, I mean, you have healthy kids and a beautiful relationship and a gorgeous business. And, like, you don't even want to hear it, though, at that point. You're just like, I know, I, I, but I want to be super angry right now. I'm in a, a nasty place, and, like, I want to stay there. And for whatever reason, we got to figure out a way. Because I think people look at like, people like you, people like us, and think, like, God, they never get down. They're always on fire. How do they always have this amazing practice? And they get busier and busier. And, and that that defeats them right it's like all of us look at like people like tom brady and say god he just like he just has all this talent and it just comes to him and he did but they don't see the hours and hours and hours and hours of work that he puts in or or he sat there crying on drafting when he wasn't drafted and like even the best of the best have these challenges so i think it's important that we realize one we all go through them right and two getting yourself out of that funk is something that you need to figure out if you're going to be in business because it's amazing what like like you say we'll get back to work you'll say okay this patient deserves my best next thing you know another patient comes in then six more then you have lunch then a phone call comes with an old friend and you laugh two hours later you're like as happy as can be and you're like holy shit i cannot believe two hours ago i was so down so i think that's big big stuff so tell us about working together a little bit so married couple entrepreneurs Right. I know sometimes differences of opinion and different things like that come into play. What do you guys do to keep your relationship growing and healthy, even in times of stress and disagreement? I mean, I think the biggest thing is communicating through all of it. Um, you know, even though I may have a specific role, um, that doesn't mean Nico doesn't know anything about where we're at financially or what bills need to be paid, especially early on when you were, we were kind of bill to bill. I mean, he, he knew, you know, we would lay it out. Okay. This is what we need to do this day, this week, this. Um, and I think when you just communicate through all of that, I mean, same thing. I know, I know the numbers as far as details of 
of our practice. Um, that's not my focus, but I, it's not like I don't know where our practice is as far as patient visits and growth and things like that, even though Nico focuses on that. How do you know that? Like, do you guys have a set time that you share each other's like, here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm going through. How do you understand what the other I mean, person's I think doing? naturally, I mean, usually end of the day, we're always just communicating and discussing how the day went, where we're at for the week, the month. Um, it's not necessarily something we specifically say this specific time, but I mean, it just naturally occurs because we care about our business and each other and growth, really. I think it's just like, like you said, for both of us, it's such a, a purpose and passion for us that I think that um, it's it just we naturally communicate, communicate about all the time. time. I mean, there, there are definitely points, points in time where I think we are communicating and then we have to say like, all right, no more office stuff. Like, we're just going to have personal time. Like we're going to be at home with the kids or we're going to be um, just with each other. Set, I think that's more what we need. We do is like set times where we're not communicating about the business because I think we just do all the time and share both roles. Although we know each of us is responsible for one specific thing. It's just, I'm always, and I think because I have a really big focus on celebrating um, even just small things. I mean, I, I think I make really small things really big for me of just like, you know, uh, I love you for my daughter, like to change my day. Um, but also like, you know, one person comes in and signs up for care, no matter what type of payment they did. It's like, I'm so pumped about it. I'll text her. Like, and I, I think, think that, that that communication of like back and forth of always like, look what just happened. That's really cool. Uh, even it's like, cause even if we're not together, she can text me, um, Hey, we just did this. Isn't that awesome? And even though I wasn't there, like I get that, you know, increase in like, yes, we're doing great things. Uh, I think so just encouraging back, a back and forth of like, you know, knowing that I can't, I'm not there on Tuesdays and I know she can handle it. I'm always like, you're gonna have a great day. Like I'm excited to hear what happens. And um, when I come up, like, it was amazing what y'all did. Like, I think it's just communicating back and forth. Like, even though you may not be there that uh, what's happening is good. You know, remind, even if the day was like lower collections or lower visits than the last week, it's like, you know, how did that person change or like, what's the, you know, every day we end with like our favorite part of the day. I think it's so important to do that. Of just like even the staff, what was good about today and what did you really love? And it just brings us all back together and like gets us excited about the next day um, because we know we're changing people's lives. And I think the purpose behind it is always what brings us closer together um, because we love working with each other, even though we're not, not working with each other every day, which is a, Copious amounts of red wine also helps couples. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yeah. As well, that yeah. was the answer we were looking for, but yours is pretty good too. But, so. Well, I was going to ask and actually red. like on the same topic. So what do you guys do when you're, you are in the office together and there's kind of a little bit of a disagreement or altercation? Do you guys just kind of like check it and then decide to talk about it later? Because as you guys know, we have a ton of husband, wife and partner, um, you know, docs in the office. They're in the company. Depends on how busy we are. <laughs> how right. much time? You have? How much time? Depends on the how passion. long. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Let's go outside. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. No, but really, I mean, there's times where we can kind of figure it, figure it out. I mean, most of the times it's just talking about it a little right. bit. Communication, more. Like yeah, said, same thing. But but, but for real, I mean, sometimes it's just like okay, we disagree on that, but let's just move forward because it's really not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about it later, figure out how to handle it, things like that. The biggest thing is just being united for your staff. Right. Because um, that's, I mean, 
we have differences in leadership and things like that. And, but also your staff has to understand that, but also making it known that, that no matter what, but Nico and I are, we agree. So if staff's like, well, he, t- he said this, or she said this, it's like, well, that's fine. Like, you know, we're, we're doing it this way. That's what both Nico and I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think bottom line, it's, it's not, Oh, I don't know why he said that. It's just, Right. Okay, that's fine. Who knows what the situation was, but um, I think with staff, you just have to be united, and then they're going to just trust. Like, obviously, there's going to be communication differences sometimes, but as long as you're together and you're agreeing and you're supporting one another, then there's not going to be those mm-hmm. issues with leading a group of people. I think in deciding really specific roles too, like if it is related, like in our office right now, if it's related to like a patient care thing, usually like that's going to be me. Like I'm going to make that decision final call. Like if it's related to like ordering stuff or we need something or it's any like financially related stuff, you know, it's Hannah's. So they'll come to me like, Oh, we really need blank. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I was like, well, if we were going to do it, we do this. Oh, Dr. Hannah said, you know, to wait until tomorrow. I said, okay, that's what Hannah said. That's what you do. Um, and so it's just like, that's, that's hers. So if that's what she told you, then that's what we were doing. Um, and if it's care, then the same thing. So it's just like, I know specific thing and they always try to get around it though. You might ask you a different way. And then at the end of it, they're like, Oh, but Hannah told me to do this. I'm like, Oh, that's Hannah's thing then. So you do it that way. Even though I just, I suggested something different. Um, but that's her responsibility. So you do it the way she said. Uh, I think it just keeps things really clear between the two of us. Then I'm not upset Mm -hmm. about it or whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's what she said. Great. Let me ask you guys this, because uh, great leaders always find find ways to replicate themselves. And, and you guys are already doing this. You've run several successful student organizations, giving back and pouring into students. Um, you guys have opened, what, two clinics now? you got your third and fourth on the way. So not only have you been able to start one successful practice, one successful business, and do great, but now you've expanded it outward. So what have you learned, or what are you learning as you begin to teach this to others to start to show them? Um, what are some of the most important things you would say there and how have you guys navigated that new role as, as leaders? I, man, it's, I have always loved working with people in general, just like I study people. I love looking at, you know, purpose behind things and finding talent or doing anything like that. So for me, it's always been super fun. I, I was a president in clubs. I led trainings. I always, you know, naturally did this. I want to teach. Um, you know, I love teaching. I love training people. Um, I know long-term I'll probably be teaching at chiropractic college. And, and so, so f- I just, I like, like finding people who have purpose first. I mean, that's always something, um, for me, that's big. It, it can't just be something that you thought was cool. Um, for me, it's always a, a reason behind it. I want to see people who really love what we do and value it. Um, cause I think chiropractic is the greatest gift. Um, and, uh, I love that. And so finding new offices and people, it's, it's hard to teach them that. So I think finding that first is important because then after that, it's, it's just training and skills and reminding people why they're doing this. And so for us now, that's what I noticed. It's like, you already know how to do that. Like, remember, we talked about this, we trained on this, just follow the systems, do it this way. I think so many people want to try to deviate and reinvent things and try things their way. And it's like, remember, just go back to this, do it this way. And then just know that your purpose behind it is what matters more than anything. So that should fuel it and just follow the systems and you'll be fine. And the ones who do it are doing amazing. And the ones that don't struggle, um, we did the same thing. I remember trying to do something differently and 
have a conversation with Jason. He's like, well, this is how it's done. Did you do it that way? And I was like, deep down in my head, I was like, no, I didn't. But I like, yeah, I did. And then you'd go back and change it. And then it worked. And you're like, see, that's so crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's so crazy to see that. And then watching it kind of repeat or the same conversations I had with Jason are done, but it like vice versa. Like, uh, the doc who I'm working with saying the same things I said, uh, it's like full circle. It's really surreal. And it's like, cool to see that and be like, well, this is what, you know, I did and, and do that. So, uh, it's pretty cool. I can talk from personal experience and, and Chelsea and Brandon could even back me up on this, but when, when two passionate people are coming to a decision, like when Vanessa and I get in a disagreement at a staff meeting, it's like, no, like you can see everyone's like grab popcorn, sit back. Cause this is about to be super entertaining. <laughs> and so, but I think sometimes just realizing what's important, like we're both looking for the best goal here of what's going on. And so, you know, when people believe in what they believe, sometimes you battle it out. But I mean, if you do it in the name of coming up with the best answer for the consumer, in this case, the patient, like you said, lives matter, literally lives are at stake in our profession at this. So it, it kind of, put some perspective around why people are so passionate and why they're doing. So um, I'm going to move to, to another topic here. And so this would be simply like, what, what inspires you? What, what excites you? What's next? What do you guys want to do? What keeps you showing up every day with like this passion for what you're doing? I mean, I think it's a lot. Um, you know, for us, it's building an amazing practice, but more than that, um, you know, mentoring and opening other practices. So one day we can travel and be with our kids and we don't have to worry about our kids' future, schooling, anything. And I think that's really, I mean, for, for me personally, it's about impacting patients' lives, but also in the same point, um, creating the life that we want and deserve. And I mean, in order to do that, it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of energy and getting up every day, re-motivated, um, you know, so that we can accomplish that. I mean, we are accomplishing that, but we want even so much more than that. Um, and I think that's really what drives both of us together um, because we have that same goal and passion. For me, it's just that there's honestly, the more we grow and the more we open offices and the more we experience life and travel and do these things. Like for me, it's just like, there's literally no limit on what is possible for us. And I think that's every day I get up and I'm so excited to see like, what else, like what new person can I meet? What new experience can I have? What, place can we go to or what doctor can we find what talent can we find what office can we open like um what investor is willing to like I mean it's just amazing that people have come around us and willing to invest money in us and trust our judgment uh with a new doctor or trust our training expertise it's it's, it's the, the biggest, biggest compliment, compliment and the biggest like trust that I mean I just never anticipated a life like this at all and it's uh crazy I mean even growing up I, I never had that stuff. And I mean, my mom, if she didn't clean houses, we wouldn't have had food sometimes. And it's just like, you know, I was working super early and uh, my, the life that we can give our kids and the potential they have and to show them what it means to live a life of service of like 
truly loving people and serving out of this gratitude of abundance that just like for me it's the most exciting thing to wake up every day and give people just this like love that I I have for the world and I have for people and to show my kids that like you can live that way you can live a life um serving and loving others and be rewarded for it um massively and to literally shape your life the way you want it to be and uh growing up I never was told that I never was ever shown that and to see that it's literally endless and possibilities are endless. It's so cool. And so I get up fired up every day because I know there's someone to help someone to share life with and someone to bring them to a new level. And I, I love passing that on and giving that to someone else. So hundred percent. Amazing. I mean, no, 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 no doubt why you guys are super successful. So let's jump into what we'll uh, wrap up with like a lightning round type thing. So we'll give Chelsea, Brandon and myself one final question each. And with, with that, that question, question, we expect, expect a, a uh, 30, 30 to 45 second answer. Perfect. <laughs> so you guys got to be dialed in. So we're going to start with Chelsea on this one. Final question. All right. So I've been waiting <laughs> to ask this question, actually. So you guys are notorious for having a team that is like out of this world. You guys like do the coolest stuff with your teams. You take them on trips. What is some advice you could give to people who are starting a business or opening an office or whatever on finding a team that's just completely bought in and on board and will follow your leadership? I mean, I think first you have to be bought in and on board to show that to your team. And if, if you're not congruent with that, nobody's going to follow you. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing, but in doing so showing them love, I mean, in the simplest ways, buying them coffee, buying them lunch, um, not that it has to be something that you buy them, but just showing them that they matter. Um, they're just as important to your success um, and are a super vital part. It's not just Nico and I that are doing this. Um, and I think that's number one. For me, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm from an Italian family. It's always been about bringing people in, sit down, family, bring them to dinner. So like she said, it's just giving them, I just show gratitude to them. I will like buy Starbucks. I'll bring them to the house, come over for dinner, have drinks, have food. Like I just love building a bigger table and having people come around it. And I just, uh, I think that's, you know, for us, it's just been easier because you find people, they come in and either they join the family or they grow and then leave, which is either one is good outcome. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Now it's your turn. Your right? turn after Can me. I go now? Can I go? Yeah, you can go now. Okay, tell our listeners. You ready? Okay. That we love them. Number one <laughs> book that they need to read tomorrow while enjoying this glass of what? Oh, so to make them answer fast. She tells me to go. Um, <laughs> it can just be one answer. Yeah, that's good. Choose your own adventure. You have to pick an adjective and Okay. Um, Book-wise, uh, honestly, one book I've always loved is um, Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, I think, from Darren Hardy has always been for me. It's, I just thought it was a great book. I think it prepared me for practice. So. Um, and do we have to be specific on the line? Or it's like... Ideally. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even say one. He just said a glass It's for uh, sure Cabernet. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know that, but what's brand? Yeah, so you got to be way more specific than that. As long as it's a good Cabernet, Nico can choose the. I'm trying to remember the one we just had that recently. Um, Ten, nine. I'm so bad at this. I just get a iced tea. What was the one I brought to your house? 
Uh, you brought, uh, what was that one you brought? Between the three of you, we can't uh, see this is terrible. Game, so, we'll yeah. have to have Jason choose it was the a line. <laughs> He's bringing barefoot. He's a man that's economical. We don't about him. So, all right, let's wrap this thing up. 2480. That's what we had in your house. Wait, Cabernet. you have yeah, to tell solid. us your favorite book. Oh, yeah, yeah. She don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. The Bible. Or no, no, to be honest, the I'm Bible. the... No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't Look read or hardly listened to podcasts in a while. So the EJ? Yes, for sure the EJ. Yeah, that's a given. <laughs> it's a good one. It's the only yeah. one I to. <laughs> All right, Dr. Yeah. Jason, okay. it's your turn. Taking it home. Final question. Lots of, you know, in a world where people struggle in chiropractic, we know that 60% of offices close within five years, but really in small businesses in general, right? So, I mean, 50% of people that open the doors aren't going to make it. And really those that make it survive. And so, but the top 10%, like where you guys are at, thrive, build a life, achieve things that others always dream of. What do you tell that struggling couple or, or female entrepreneur or young guy struggling out there that's like, fuck, is it even worth it? Like I cannot do this. What's your words of advice for this person turning things around and building a, build an empire? Uh, for me, it like, honestly, it's just like, you have to be, you have to find something that you're passionate about. Like if you could work so hard every day and like, if you're not, if you don't really love it, then it's not going to, it's not going to work out. And so, um, because there are days where I, you know, I love this more than anything in my life and I, I love chiropractic, but there's days I wanted to quit. So, I mean, if you don't have that motivation, it's not going to work. And then on top of that, it's just literally don't give up. I mean, just keep asking for it, keep praying for it, keep working. Like it will happen. It may not happen in your time frame, which I think is the hardest thing for people to accept is that it doesn't happen in their timeline. Um, cause I wanted to grow faster. There are people that grew faster than us, got to places quicker than us. Um, but it happened in our own time frame, the way that, you know, for me, the way that God wanted it to happen. So it's just trusting that time frame and just work hard. Don't give up, be passionate about it. And it will happen. You just don't know when. Um, and I think for a lot, um, I mean, at least a lot of the doctors that we're mentoring and things like that, they have these achievements and they're growing financially and, um, but in their mind, it's not good enough. It's not fast enough. Um, I mean, like you was saying, but you have to have perspective of I was here and now I'm here. Does that mean I want to settle for where I am right now? No, but you have to, in a way, have that drive, but also gratitude for being where you are. Um, and I think sometimes that can get really, you just feel like, like I need to be doing better, better which, which is true. But, but at the same point, you have to realize that you've come this far and you've grown your practice or whatever um, you're choosing. And it's, you have to remind yourself that daily. Well, and Nico said it too earlier, he likes to celebrate even little mm-hmm. things. And so I think that's something that's really important, especially as an entrepreneur starting yes. is to not forget to celebrate the baby goals that you achieve. Absolutely. Never being content is a blessing and a curse, yes. right? It keeps you hungry, but at the same <laughs> yeah. time, sometimes you've got to look back and say, I used to pray to be where I am right now, even though I'm not happy where I am right now. There was a day where this was like my dream, yeah. right? And so it's amazing sometimes just to realize where you are. And sometimes that shows you you're heading the right direction. Like you said, in your own time, everyone has a different journey and we all want to do it yesterday. 
but at the same time, sometimes it's going to take a little longer than you think. And we all have our struggles. We all have our struggles, but it's a matter of overcoming those. So, yeah, well, so can't sure. thank you guys enough. You guys are incredible, uh, incredible yeah, uh, to have you in this company. Incredible to have you guys as friends. The profession is, is very lucky to have people like yourself because um, you guys truly carry the torch at a high level and you're, you're amazing people and amazing doctors. So we're, we're grateful to have you in our life. But, um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Share this with your friends. Uh, get the word of Nico and Hannah out there because their success, their story needs to be shared to more people. Uh, those people can then take it and run with it and, and build some success themselves. So peace out. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for coming, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you.